Welcome to the No Lux Left Behind podcast, the world's first podcast dedicated solely to unboxing the allure of luxury handbags and the resale market. We're Monica and Erica, luxury consignment entrepreneurs with over a decade of experience. Whether you're a shopper, a seller, or listening for the laughs, you'll always get unfiltered knowledge here. Let's get started. She's a digital marketing badass in the tech industry, but equally as badass in the handbag social media world. She's in San Francisco's Bay Area and just hit over 50,000 followers on the Tickety Talks last week. She is the 23-year-old queen of handbag TikTok. Queen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Celesta. Welcome, everyone. Today we have It's Celesta on the podcast. We're so excited. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, my goodness. So we are um, huge TikTok fans. (laughs) And... Honestly, we constantly refer to you as the queen of handbag TikTok um, because it's insane how no one really fully understands what the TikTok elves are doing with the algorithm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and one of the biggest questions is like, how how did you blow up on TikTok? Like, was there an initial video that went viral? How did that happen? Yeah, honestly... I don't know if I blew up on TikTok, but I think it's just posting consistently and engaging with followers and going live. And um, it's it's kind of funny because I feel like I'm making the same repetitive content since people are asking the same questions, um, but just keep pushing content out there. I probably post like two to three times a day and then I'll also go live almost every day too. So yeah, I feel like that works, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously it works and you're putting out great content. Thank you. Um, That's so, so useful. What do you want people to kind of like take away from your TikTok as far as content? Yeah, I, I think this is all just a fun place to chat about handbags and a huge passion for shopping. And it's nothing too serious. It's nothing where um, we're, we need to fight over it. You know, it's just, we're just talking about bags. Um, but I feel like it's just given me a creative outlet to um, talk to people about bags because I work in tech. So no one actually cares about bags or people. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's just, it's been really nice to have a creative outlet. And um, I, I feel like I have this community um, and you guys too, um, where, I feel like I've just met people who um, also love bags and we bond over shopping and now we text and we're Instagram friends. And um, it feels like I've been able to make connections with people, genuine connections with people in the middle of all this craziness where everyone feels like they're in isolation. So, yeah, for sure. You know, when we, um, I remember I have a, a friend who has a teenage daughter and she was talking to me about this thing called TikTok. And I was like, what? <laughs> and this was before COVID. So I was like, okay, that's great. Then I end up, you know, quarantined with my two kids trying to be their teacher. And I was like, I'm getting on this TikTok thing. I don't even know what it is, <laughs> but I need some entertainment. 
And it was on my personal TikTok that I first saw you. And I oh was like, gosh. oh my gosh. And then, you know, um, our this business that my sister and I started yeah. it came out of COVID. It's our COVID baby. I love that. <laughs> we like to call it. So immediately we were like, oh my gosh, Celesta, like she, <laughs> you're the, just like such a great resource. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like that I was the same way. Like I only downloaded TikTok because we were all stuck at home. I mean, what else are we doing? And it got addicting and almost like shamefully so like it got so addicting I probably spend maybe four hours at least a day on TikTok and it's just so addicting and I can't stop <laughs> Erica legit goes into like a black hole TikTok. <laughs> you know everybody calls it that I literally will just like scroll for hours and this is also you know if you don't like something you just keep you scrolling. just keep scrolling you like something you just you, you interact with it and then you just get more of it. And it's like, it really is. I mean, they've, they've perfected that algorithm. I got to tell you. Oh yes. And it's, it never ends too. It never ends. <laughs> no. So question for you. Um, how do you handle like comments or feedback <laughs> from people on TikTok? <laughs> this is a great question. Um, I don't always have the best or nicest comments on the internet. And um, honestly, I just don't read them. Um, and that's probably the best way for my mental health. Good for health you. That's too. Like so much self-control. That's so much self-control. It's, it's hard, especially when um, there are certain videos that do blow. I mean, informational videos, um, the comments are usually pretty positive. And, but other videos where they're, they're a joke. And I don't know why people take things on the internet too seriously. Um, well, isn't that like when Instagram, like once people started like really hating on TikTok, I feel like that's when they were like, oh, well, Instagram is now infiltrating TikTok because everyone on TikTok realized at the beginning, I feel like that every, like when you were putting something out there, um, it was like a joke or you're just yes. yeah, reusing yeah. this. And then like everyone from Instagram and Facebook came over like, oh, here they are. <laughs> here, oh, yes. Here are all the people who can't take a joke. Oh my goodness. Yes. And what blows my mind is that people have the time to sit there and interact with content that they do not like. They will take time out of the day to be like, oh, well, you have this, this, and this, which means that you are poor. And like the time that they take out of their day to write something so negative and hateful, like I'm genuinely concerned for them. Um, <laughs> yes. I don't know. And so it's nice I, that you're concerned for them though. I know. <laughs> that's kind. I, they need a hobby. That says a lot about your heart. Yeah. <laughs> they need a hobby. Just it, And I don't think they understand too. I think the funniest thing is they don't understand that the more you engage with content that you don't like by commenting hate comments, the more TikTok is going to think you like my content and exactly. show you more of my content, which then gives me more views. So yes, who's really winning here? 101 <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, we've gotten some comments, you know, here and there. Yeah. And sometimes it's just kind of like, I don't think you realize you're just built. You're just like creating more exposure for us at the end of this. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And maybe that's their intention then thank you, I guess, but maybe you yeah. don't be so mean about it. We appreciate your support. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. So we had um, some questions that were submitted from followers. And then after we run through some of these questions, we're going to play a this or that game, which is our new thing now for the podcast. We're going to do this or that with everyone. And it's like speed round. You got to answer super fast. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Okay, so the first question is, what do you look for in a designer bag? And that can, that's a pretty full question. (laughs) That is a very full question. And I think um, it kind of depends. If you asked me this, when I first started buying designer handbags, um, I was looking for something that was classic um, and timeless, something that would probably hold its resale value in case, you know, God forbid I ever change my mind, um, which I tend to do pretty often. Um, (laughs) um, And probably something that's reasonably priced because when I first started buying designer bags, I wasn't looking for something that was $7,000 from Chanel. That wasn't the point of my life that I was comfortable spending $7,000 on. Um, But now I feel like I have quite a few handbags and um, I need to find gaps in what I'm in kind of like what I'm missing. So Mm -hmm. for example, um, I have, I have a few work bags. Um, I have a lot of monogram bags. Um, and I think what I was missing most recently was a neutral color bag. And so I ended up getting the Celine belt bag a few weeks ago in light taupe. Um, and so, so beautiful, by the way, thank you. Thank you. I love it. My boyfriend calls it the catfish bag, but, um, I love it. (laughs) Catfish bag. Oh my God. I see it now. Oh no, I cannot see it. No, I know. And, but you know what? It's fine. Um, I will enjoy my catfish bag and I feel like it's kind of just a running joke now. And, um, Yeah, so I love that catfish bag. We have one here right now that's sitting in our showroom, and I'm like, I keep looking at it. "Mm, That's a nice bag. I love. How do you like the functionality of that piece? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, it's a little bit hard to get in and out of. I've used it. I mean, I've only had it for a few weeks, and so I've used it a few times. Um, It's a little bit hard to get in and out of, and I I won't deny that's probably why it took me so long to pull the trigger. I probably was eyeing that bag for over a year, and I was like, oh, well, it's going to be hard to open and close the bag. I don't know if I want it, and I finally did it. Um, It is a little bit finicky, but um, I probably just don't zip the bag, and then I just close the flap, um, Mm -hmm. which then is a little bit easier to get in and out of. So, yeah. (laughs) All right, fair enough. Um, question for you. How did your Lux bag obsession start? Because this isn't necessarily something that you haven't loved designer bags your whole life, right? No, 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 no. Um, this is actually a really good question. Um, I feel like I have just always loved shopping and shopping has always just been my outlet as probably unhealthy as that sounds um but it's fine that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> we're on that unhealthy train with you we're it's right okay. there exactly Let's, shopping can be healthy when done correctly <laughs> <laughs> exactly and um shopping has just always been an outlet for me ever since I was probably in middle school and um and then I started working at a pretty young age so I started my first job at like 13 or 14 and any kind of like extra money that I had, I would spend shopping. And then I started getting into handbags. 
um, Kate Spade, um, Tori Birch, Michael Kors, like contemporary brands. And then mm-hmm. um, it started getting a little bit more expensive. And I think the moment that it kind of clicked was, um, I don't know if it's an Asian thing, um, but it was definitely something that was around when I grew up that like, oh, if you own a Louis Vuitton bag, then that is, you've made it. And as superficial as it sounds, um, that was kind of the goal that I was working towards. If I have a Louis Vuitton bag, then I've made it. And yeah, I didn't think- I don't know if that's only an Asian thing because I'm pretty sure like we're Latin. Yeah, yeah. that was for us too. And, I, and we were from yeah. New England. So we were Latins growing up in New England. And it was like, oh, I want that Louis Vuitton Yeah, bag. for sure. I feel like that's in a lot of, a lot of cultures, yeah. a lot of circles general for sure yeah 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 exactly and it's just the mentality of like work hard for what you want um save for it and eventually you'll get it and so I started mm-hmm. with a Louis Vuitton wallet which I bought at the flagship store in Paris um oh nice so yeah it was it was such an experience and then um I mean they were they were so nice champagne everything the whole deal and then um and it, I didn't buy my first bag until my last semester before I graduated, which was maybe three years later, three and a half years later. So, yeah. Guys, there are pieces in all of our collections that we just don't reach for anymore. Make those pieces work for you. We offer insanely competitive commission rates whereby you keep 60 to 80% of your sale with no extra hidden fees. We make it easy and all digital, including payments at the end of the month. If you have handbags, SLGs, or accessories you just don't reach for anymore, slide into our DMs in Instagram at season2consign.com or go to season2consign.com to get started consigning with us. So what's your favorite uh, personal handbag that you have in your collection currently? Oh my goodness. This has to be hands down my Palm Springs mini. And I know my, my followers who uh, may be listening to this are so tired of me talking about the Palm Springs mini. (laughs) (laughs) We can never get tired about talking about the Palm Springs mini. I know. I absolutely love that bag. I don't know what it is about it too, because when I, when I saw originally on someone back in like. 2017 I had uh, we um I had a classmate who had one and I was like oh well it's cute but I'm not paying I think at the time it was like $1,800 and I was like oh I'm not paying $1,800 for this um and then of course you start working you you know um start saving a little bit more money and the $1,800 doesn't seem so unattainable anymore and Mm -hmm. it it just works so well in my wardrobe I feel like I'm pretty casual with clothes. I definitely wouldn't wear that bag to work, but um, in terms of like day to day, you can wear it as a backpack, you can wear it as a crossbody. It fits way more than you think it does. Um, and it's just super comfortable to wear. I think- the, Does it fit a full size wallet? It does, um, but it mm-hmm. has to sit in the very back. Like even a yeah. water bottle fits in there, like a like a plastic water bottle. Um, but you kind of have, have to, you done a, what fits in my Palm Springs mini on TikTok? I did. I did. I'll send it to you after. Um, if it's a lot. Yes. So, I mean, I don't actually, and I'm curious, do you have, cause I know there was like a first generation that had kind of like the concealed mm-hmm. zipper and the second gen had, um, an open, not an open zipper, like exposed, a, 
exposed yes. zipper. Yes. Which one do you have and which one do you think works better? Like, do you have a problem with the um, the unexposed zipper? Yeah. Um, I actually have the exposed zipper one. I got it um, June of last year. So I got it pretty recently. Um, and so the zipper is buttery soft, um, don't have any issues. And that was kind of my biggest concern when buying the bag. And then when I heard that they were redesigning it a little bit, absolutely was like, okay, we're getting it now. This is it. This is the moment. Um, <laughs> it's for me. It's, it's time. Um, I do have issues with a little bit of glazing on the corners because the, the corners are like rounded. But I mean, considering how much use I've gotten out of the bag, I it's not that big of a deal that I'm going to you know, bring it up. So yeah. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. So to piggyback off of um, your favorite bag, what like the the followers are asking, what should their first Lux bag be? And I know you kind of said like, what do you look for in a designer yeah. bag? Um, what should if let's just say, for example, someone is like collecting contemporary brands like you were, what do you suggest for them? Yeah, I think it really just depends on what's your lifestyle, because a bag that works for me and my lifestyle mm -hmm. will not necessarily be a bag that universally works for everyone, right? Like, um, for example, I work in a pretty casual, back when we would go to the office, I work in a pretty casual setting. Um, so think tech, um, cargo shorts, Adidas slides, like that kind of casual. <laughs> and so I love it. Awesome. No one cares what the other person is wearing. I mean, they barely care about what they're wearing. And so a tote bag is perfect. Um, it just carries everything that you need. Um, it fits everything, your laptop, lunch, whatever. And then, but if you're like in a finance or if you're in a lawyer office or something that's a little bit more professional, you're probably going to want something that's probably a little bit more structured, maybe logo free. Um, or if like your every day is like running errands and you just want a crossbody bag that you don't really need to care too much about um, and you just want to grab and go, right? So those are kind of three different lifestyles that, and it kind of depends on what's your lifestyle before you buy your first bag. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's such a difficult question. Yes. And people, people think sometimes that that should be an easy question. It's like, okay, well, what was your first luxury bag? But it, it really does depend. I mean, my, you know, I say it all the time, but my Louis Vuitton <laughs> never full GM is my saving grace, because no matter what, I will get a new bag and I'll try to, you know, transfer everything into it. But I always end up back in my Neverfull GM because my lifestyle right now is literally carrying my kids' cleats oh, in my back. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's my lifestyle right now. You know, I think you need to like. Um, I'll, I'll give my little nugget too. I feel like you just need to. People put in so much effort, and I feel like it, they exhaust themselves yes. thinking of like, what should I buy first? What should be my first thing? And it really, ultimately, I think it goes to like go to your closet, take inventory. What do you use? Mm -hmm. What do you need? What is missing? What do you feel you're going to use on the daily or use the most or what, whatever it is? And it really, what is going to work for you and feel like an investment piece to you is not going to be the same as Monica or myself. Mm -hmm. Because my first luxury handbag, I mean, granted, our mom liked luxury handbags 
us growing up. So we would like take her pieces like to high school. Yeah. I remember having like, a lucky you. <laughs> so stupid. So ridiculous. <laughs> but um, but like the first thing that I bought was like a Prada. It was somewhere between I feel like a Palm Springs mini status mm-hmm. and like a Prada nylon bag because I was working mm-hmm. um in a retail store, but I was working in the office of the of the location. So it had to be somewhere between like semi-corporate and semi-casual. Yeah. So it was just like a leather Prada, like pebbled leather, zip top, med- like small to medium sized tote that could fit my laptop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could feel like professional. Um, it had a crossbody strap, but then also like casual and I could just wear it with jeans. Right. right? So that's not going to be the same first thing that you need for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. So with all of the bags that you currently have, what is, what would you say is like your dream bag? Wait, and to preface that, we believe that dreams come true. So just (laughs) manifest that right now. Oh my gosh. I love that. I feel like, so I, I definitely talked to other people about this too. Um, I like to dream realistically um so we're not out here dreaming about a two hundred fifty thousand dollar birkin uh, we're gonna be a little realistic but um yeah. <laughs> any birkin or kelly will do probably prefer a birkin over the kelly but if i get offered a kelly before i get offered a birkin am i gonna turn it down probably not um <laughs> so um any of those preferably in i'm boring you have like a color or leather preference um i don't have a leather preference but probably a neutral color or like a pastel color i think they have like a pink sakura i think that's how you pronounce it Ooh. it's like this baby pink yeah. color absolutely obsessed with it with gold hardware oh my gosh drooling <laughs> oh my gosh i just <laughs> love that pink is monica's favorite color i oh, love pink i'm over here like give me caramel <laughs> give me etope give me noir all day oh yeah <laughs> no like give me all the pink <laughs> i love it so any of those um but you know we don't discriminate on color as long as i get a bergen or a kelly it's all good yeah <laughs> we're gonna go into our speed round this or that okay. and you have to answer quickly First thing that comes okay. to mind. Ready, Erica? Yep. Okay. Coffee, Coffee. or tea? Laptop or desktop? Laptop. Phone call or text? Um, phone call. Book or magazine? Magazine. Champagne or chocolate? Um, both. <laughs> <laughs> Shopping online or in store? Oh, um, in stores to touch things, but online for better deals. I don't know. <laughs> LV, like Louis Vuitton, Damier, or Louis Vuitton? Monogram, hands down. (laughs) Um, The Chanel GST or Chanel Surf Ooh, the GST. Chanel Classic or Chanel Reissue? The re, uh, no, 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 the Classic. (laughs) The Classic. And then last one, Birkin or Kelly? Birkin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, so... What is something listeners should know about you that they might not know? We know a lot about you. We think, <laughs> uh, right, like what you put out on, from on TikTok. TikTok. 
we love following your story and everything oh you do, but what's something that we don't know, you think? Oh, this is a good question. Um, I feel like I put, I'm an open book, honestly. I feel like I put a lot of my life on the internet, but of course there's certain aspects that I do need to kind of keep private for, you know, privacy sakes totally. too. Um, yes, got to protect our, our safe yeah. space. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I think newer followers may not know that um, I do actually work. I don't, um, I, money doesn't grow on trees. I don't have some sort of sugar daddy or rich boyfriend or <laughs> something. Um, I think that's probably something that a lot of people don't know. And that's probably a question that I get asked a lot on lives. It's like, oh, what do you do? Um, so that's probably it. And um, just a fun fact um I was actually a gymnast for 16 years so no. <laughs> oh that's awesome yes. that is so- 16 years a long time that that's is your a long time. it was my entire life until I graduated high school um Do you have like Olympic dreams no I was realistic with my- at least my mom kept me humble about my dreams um, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you, but yeah so I did that for a long time and then I think once I kind of like I and I I think growing up like I my identity was like a gymnast you know and then suddenly when I went off to college I didn't have that anymore and so I feel like more recently I've kind of found that identity of like oh I create content on TikTok I like handbags which probably isn't the best way to identify yourself but it's something. I think it's a fabulous way to identify yourself. Why not? The best way to identify You guys are yourself. so supportive. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people find you and connect with yeah, you? Yeah, um, you guys can find me on TikTok. I'm probably most active on TikTok um, at It's Celesta. Um, I am on live probably almost every day. Um, and so I know a lot of people are asking handbag questions. Um life questions um yeah anything goes um oh you also really you provide just as a side note but you provide a lot of really good like financing information in your tiktok like like go over there for that oh my goodness thank you it's just i feel like a lot of people are like oh well like how did you how did you spend this much money on a bag and it really comes down to like budgeting and how you're saving for the bag like money doesn't grow on trees and so you got, if you want it, you got to work for it. Um, for sure. I think one of my, one of my favorite comments that I see (laughs) constantly on so many different like Instagram and TikTok and really everywhere where there's trolls are when people are like, why don't you, what, instead of buying that bag, why don't you go on vacation or why don't you invest it? And it's just kind of like, I am going on vacation. How do you know? You don't. Oh my god. I think I think piggybacking off of that, I think my favorite comment has to be the goal is to look or is to be rich, not to look rich. Um I don't know if you guys get this too. And it's always there's like this um mob of fans from a, a few like finance entrepreneur type TikTokers that um that keep promoting like, oh, well, you don't need to, you don't need to look rich, the goal is to be rich, which I understand to a certain extent. But you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I mean, just because I have a passion for handbags, but you don't see the same comments if someone is posting about cars. Um, Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
Especially if a man is posting about cars. And a car depreciates in exactly. value. Exactly. Your Chanel right. bag is appreciating right now. Your Birkin doubles in value. It's an investment. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. Oh my gosh. We appreciate you coming on so much. We, honestly, we love your Thank TikTok. You. We're honestly such big. Oh fans my goodness. You guys are so sweet. I loved connecting with you guys. It was such a great opportunity. Guys, if you're not already following us, we are at season the number two consign on all platforms, including TikTok and Instagram. We drop knowledge and have fun on all of them. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends. We have so much more to share with you. Thank you for being here and don't forget to be fearlessly authentic.